York County is so much more than just a stop for gas on I-80. 17 County is filled with unique individuals with unique stories just waiting to be told. Welcome to the 17 County Podcast with your host, Emily Perry. This is 17 County Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, and listen. This helps our podcast grow, and we thank you for your continued support. We would also like to take the time to thank our York County Development Corporation members, AgriProducts, Cornerstone Bank, Nebraska Public Power District, and Central Valley Ag. Without these great members, we wouldn't be able to focus on the growth and development of York County here at the YCDC. So thank you. Let's get to the podcast. Melanie Wilkinson. Um, she does media consulting and has a news opinion website and has vast experience in all things journalism. During her 25 years in the daily newspaper realm, she earned dozens of Morris Communication Associated Press, Nebraska Press Women Association, and Nebraska Press Association awards, including first place awards for breaking news, news writing, in-depth writing, and personal columns. Man, that's a lot. That is a lot. Well, it was a lot of years, so I had time to do those things. But yeah, I was really fortunate to be recognized through the years. But I've always said you don't write to win an award. Mm. The award comes later if you did a good job. So that's what I've always tried to instill in my young ones that have come with me through all these decades that would do your do a really good job and you might be recognized. Yeah you know, in the end, so. Yeah, absolutely. And let's go back and talk about those years leading up to this. Tell me about you. Where are you from? Uh, I grew up in Antelope County, which is in the northeast um, portion of the state. I grew up on a dairy farm in the middle of nowhere, went to a very small country school. I think at one point there were um, 12 students there and seven of them were Mueller's and that was my, <laughs> that's my maiden name. So okay. I'm the oldest of seven kids. We were in the area of like Clearwater, Neely and Elgin in, in like this little triangle. And so when it came time to go to high school, I went to high school at Elgin High um, where I graduated um, from. And then I went on to journalism school at, uh, it was, it was UN, at UNK. I was there for um, one year. And then um, my family had a series of tragedies that happened in, in a few years. And um, so uh, when I was 20, um, my mother had passed away. My dad had already, had already also passed away, and I had lost one of my sisters. And so at the age of 20, I found myself with... A bunch of kids and a bunch of cows oh, <laughs> and um, a big life change. Yeah. Uh, so I um, I quit college and moved back home for good. And um, my brothers and I um, are were closer in age um, than the little ones. We always mm-hmm. called them the little girls. So we made a decision at some point that the the boys would take over. They would take on the farm, and I would take on the kids. Wow. So um, my husband and uh, Jerry and I got married pretty young, took on the role of guardians for my little sisters. So um, at that point, we uh, moved into Elgin, into town, so that the kids were closer to school. It was just easier for us. And um, we started our new life. So meanwhile, I was desperate to 
get into the journalism field that I have always believed I belonged in. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's a very strange thing. Six years old, apparently, I was writing news articles and making my own newspaper and doing these things that were very strange, but my mom nurtured that. So I knew I wasn't going back to school anytime Mm -hmm. soon because I couldn't, and I needed to have a job. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to the Neely News and Leader, where I met um, my great mentor, Sid Scharf. Uh, he was a wonderful uh, newspaper owner, publisher, cowboy, <laughs> very wonderful character. And I begged him, please, can I do anything here? He didn't have any job openings, but he told me I could come in and type obituaries once a week. Okay. And I was thrilled. <laughs> well, it went from obituaries to um, I could type legals. Then I could maybe go take a photo if nobody else was available. And then I was full time and he was teaching me everything he could about the newspaper business. Wow. So I graduated from the University of Sid Scharf. <laughs> that's that's wow. where I got my degree. And I worked there uh, for about six years, also raising kids. Um, My husband, being an entrepreneur, I guess, at a very young age that he's always been, opened a business or bought a business in Elgin. Um, We owned um, a bar and grill there. A matter of fact, um, we bought that business one week after he turned 21 years old. So he just was old enough to drink. (laughs) And now he's applying for a liquor license. So we um, had that business also for that 10-year span that we were raising kids and I was writing at the paper. And um, it it was a very busy, interesting time in our lives where we learned a lot by doing good and bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then at some point, we realized, well, these kids are going to grow up. And they're going to graduate from high school and they're going to go to college and get out into the world. And we're going to be empty nesters at the age of 30-ish. So it was time to start thinking about what we wanted to do Mm -hmm. with our future. So that said, we uh, started thinking, not that we wanted to leave Elgin, just that we wanted a fresh start. Yeah. Um, Because we had... You know, oh, and in the middle of all of that, he was also finishing his degree. He had been at um, the University of Lincoln in Lincoln, and he changed and was driving to Wayne State to finish his degree. So he did graduate from college, which was a plus. And um, so we were kind of just looking at the world saying, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting thing, and it's going to sound very strange, and people are going to think that I made this up because it sounds very cliche. And um, But we were coming back from Lincoln. It was, um, I think it was state basketball tournaments, and we had the kids with us, and we were coming back, going back home to Elgin, and we, we always drove through York. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you had to stop at McDonald's and – you know, yeah. it was just the thing that you did, and everybody still does. And we were driving through town, and there is the sign that says, come grow with us. Mm-hmm. For real. You know the sign. Oh, yeah. And it kind of, we started to talk about that. We thought, well, that's a really interesting 
thing. Well, maybe we will someday come grow with you. We got more and more curious about this area of the state and how things were seemed to be really progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, things were really growing. Um, and as we approached um, Crystal graduating, she's the youngest of the girls, we started to think, well, this is time that we need to really start exploring some options. Um, we knew some people in York, and uh, we I reached out to... Um, Dan Collins, who was the publisher here at the newspaper, and just asked if there was anything even remotely open. Uh, Jerry had some business opportunities um, with some existing businesses that were here. And we decided, after I got the go-ahead from Dan, that he could uh, create a position for me, which in today's world, in that field, it you don't hear that happening. Right. And we decided to just go for it. Wow. So that brought us to York. Man, what a journey. It was, <laughs> There was a lot of things that have happened in that span, but we don't have time to talk about all of that. Um, but it was just a, it was a really neat time to uh, start over. Yeah. I don't even remember really being scared about it either. Really? I think that we just had been through so much that it just felt good to go out and maybe go get a lives, lives for ourselves. Yeah. So I started um, working with the local paper, and uh, that progressed from a regional reporter to crime and government Mm -hmm. and um then I became the managing editor man wow and Jerry started his own business Mm -hmm. and so of course it's just a natural progression that you take on another full-time job because that's the one that's probably going to pay the bills so and that's where uh everything has just kind of grown from there yeah yeah absolutely and you guys I mean I I've only known your family recently but you guys have a lot going on now so I can't imagine what it was like when you were moving here and you're just starting to get your footing and you know new businesses new positions and new place no I mean but what a wonderful place to come yeah it really has been and I so we've been here I think according to my calculations I believe it's been 20 26 years now that we've been in New York. And I really, I still count where we came from as our, you know, our home. But this has really become that. Because my whole real adult, my second version of my, I always say I've had all these different versions of my life. Mm-hmm. But this is where we've been and what we've, where we've called home for, well, over half of our life now. So I can't imagine being anywhere else. And we've had opportunities. Um, We've had the opportunity to um, be part of a local economy that I don't know if everybody appreciates it and realizes it, but all these different businesses and all these different people and organizations are all working together to create... Uh, an, an economy in which we all do 
business with one with one another. We have relationships with one another. People's children grow up together. You have um, friendships that last for decades. And meanwhile, everybody grows together, not to sound cliche, and that is the truth. So it's been, it was a really good decision for us to come to York County. And I, in my, all my years of doing what I have done, I have been able to watch the city grow, the county grow. So many things have happened mm-hmm. in 25 years that when I look back on it, I, I, it's, it's really astounding. When, when we first moved here, the original industrial park, just as an example, at that time, which was the old airport, their only thing that was the only two things that were there was the big champion building mm-hmm. and um, the automotive repair, the TAC automotive repair shop were the only things out there. Wow. You look at it now, it's completely full. And we've watched the city um, also move on then to another industrial area, which they sold in a year. And now they've embarked on buying more land for that. That's exciting. We've seen that happen. The interchange has changed. That's incredible. The things that were there, I mean, there was maybe four... um, fast food places out there and an old hotel when we got there look at it now yeah it's it's the the town has really grown you look at the east side of town um the housing Mm. the obvious you know the ball complex the aquatic center i've been part of all those things um through covering them Mm -hmm. watching people come together for a common good and make these projects, which seemed impossible at the time, mm-hmm. become real now. Yeah. And we're used to them being around. It's just, it, but I remember when things were just cornfields and now there are major hubs that are drawing in thousands of people every week, yeah. whether it's the convention center or you know the, the parks, the, the complex. Just all these different things. So it's it's been a really interesting thing to watch and and participate in also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said it perfectly earlier. The community is growing together. So even though we are getting some of these locations that are bringing hundreds and hundreds of people in, it still feels like a small small town. I mean, it's still absolutely like a small community. absolutely. It yeah. is like it's a. It's a small, big city in ways because you can do pretty much anything you need to do here. If mm-hmm. and uh, the re- look at the retail pull that this town has, yeah. we're in a great position halfway between Lincoln and Grand Island. Um, obviously, everybody talks about yes, it's eighty and eighty-one. Big, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but people have found ways to own their own businesses. We have a lot of private-owned businesses. Yes, we do. And I think that speaks volumes Mm -hmm. about, one, the work that people are willing to put into their own businesses, their own economy, their own community, but then also to share 
their successes with the schools, Mm -hmm. with all these organizations that do great things. Um, That's, that is a, a really amazing thing that you just really don't see in a lot of other towns, the size or even larger. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Nope. You hit it all, all on the head. Um, But let's, Let's dive into uh, what you are currently doing, because before we started the podcast, we were talking, and it's like, oh, I live a little bit of everything. I represent a lot of people, or not represent, but I, I right. help cover a lot of different things. Right. Well, yeah, I've, I uh, earlier this year, um, my work changed, and I, again, had this opportunity to look at what I was going to do with the, I guess, the rest of my life. Pretty much have a full-time job with database catering. That's a given. (laughs) But we both realized we can't be together 24 hours a day, and I needed to still do the kind of work that I've always done and, for whatever reason, was destined to do, I guess. And also, I just felt like I couldn't let go of continuing to cover a lot of important things that are going on here. I just felt that there's still stories to be told, and I thought, well, I could um, venture out, see what opportunities were there, maybe create some of my own, and that's what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing uh, part-time work uh, for the local radio station. Um, They are putting some of my stories on their website every week. I'm also doing um, uh, media consulting work for uh, York County. Very, I was very pleased that they um, are allowing me to uh, do uh, press releases for them. I'm putting information on their brand new website. I've, I love working um, with the county. I've made a lot of great friends over the years with department heads and elected officials and I I enjoy that realm of covering government it's a lot there's a lot more to it than a lot of people realize and they have a story to tell and then in the middle of all that I had this column that's been running for decades called Just Melanie and and by the way that the name of that is so strange because (laughs) When I was asked years ago to name my column, I thought, well, I might have, somebody said, well, you might as well just call it Just Melanie. Because every time you call somebody on the telephone, you say, oh, hey, it's just me. It's just <laughs> Melanie. I didn't realize I did it. So I called it that. So I thought that column means, I don't know, I'm not done writing it yet. Mm-hmm. And I thought it kind of needs a place to live. Mm-hmm. So I... Um, talked with um, a former co-worker of mine, Eric Eckert, and I said, and he, he builds websites. That's mm-hmm. his, 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 um, his career. And I said, I kind of need a website. I think I'll put my column there, maybe a few other things. Not really sure what it's going to turn into. So he did. And I started to realize that, oh, you know, we could put some news on there too. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of that, I, I, we acquired ourselves a little puppy who we haven't had a dog in many years because I haven't had time because I yeah. was always 
somewhere else. But now that I'm working out of my home, so in, along came Rico. So I started writing a weekly column. Well, I'm not. He, I'm transcribing. He's writing, <laughs> writing. He's writing a column every Monday. And it's called The World According to Rico. And Rico has all kinds of interesting things to say. So I type, because he has paws, and he can't type, and he's a puppy. <laughs> so he, yeah, so we talk about politics and um, his view of the world and different things that are on his mind that week. So that's become a silly, fun um, little thing that people apparently are interested in because Mondays people are all about what's Rico got to say. I, I think it's any, and there's a little picture of him every week. So we're watching him grow up, which a lot of people probably think is just, I'm so sick of seeing that dog. (laughs) (coughs) Why, why do we care about this dog? Well, it's more about thoughts on the world Mm -hmm. is, is my justification for this Mm -hmm. silly little thing. And then, you know, but then I still write, my work, um, Steve Mosley, my good friend from um, the journalism world, and Greg Autry, same as also he was our public, he was my publisher for years. They've also been contributing um, their personal columns mm-hmm. um, that have been dynamite. People love to read what they have to say. Well, needless to say, over over the course of the summer, I the, the website started to evolve. And uh, we started to get quite a bit of readership. And I say we because I have to constantly be calling poor Eric and saying, yeah, I need to add another category. (laughs) Yeah, I need to modify this website. He's fully on board. He's probably sick of me because I'm his neediest client. However, um, then we've also added now features and things like that because I don't know. And people are really coming on yeah. and they're reading it. And um, it's it's been really fun to watch it evolve. It's turned into something that I didn't necessarily expect would be what it is. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. So excited. So. At Cornerstone Bank, we are committed to providing you the best in banking products and service. With 46 locations throughout Nebraska, we are dedicated to serve you. Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Puppy posts, but (laughs) I will. And now I have to go and research a little bit. Yes, he's on Mondays. The world according to Rico. So every day, um, I all typically my stories will all go up for the day at five o'clock in the morning. So if you've already bookmarked the site, or you know, it's it's a regular. It's already there at five o'clock, and then at seven, I'll go and start posting to social media because we're finding a lot of it people will pick and choose what they want to read and they'll and a lot of it's coming in through social media posts so that it directs them into the website so at seven pretty much everything is out into social media world then um as things might happen or evolve over the course of a day or evening or weekend or whatever those will go up as they happen okay 
so, but our numbers have been great. I, I, I haven't, I don't have numbers for this month yet. I just know, um, August and, and, and I know, you know, in a, in big media world, the numbers probably, some people might not say it's that astounding, but to me it is since we're still fledgling and we're gathering readers about, we were at, um, 61,000 page views wow. and, um, the, the number of visitors I believe is now about 4,900. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's, it's growing and our time on site has been really good. Um, industry standards, 53 seconds mm-hmm. per visit, okay. but we are at, uh, just about five minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so we had 91,000 um, ad impressions um, in August for the our banner ads. And so it's, um, yeah, it's and it's growing. We're seeing more and more people jumping on all the time. So as it grows, the intent is to keep bringing more and more local content. Yeah, well, you're obviously extremely passionate about what you do um you can tell just from talking to you what about this work just feeds you and makes you so passionate oh I know big question question. well well one it's back to that thing inside of me yeah I love I'm I'm a writer I, I love to write that's my thing I don't um really understand people are destined, I believe, I think I really do people believe people were born to do something Mm -hmm. special. There's a reason why a musician just becomes a musician and has this innate ability to do something and desire to do it. So one, so it's my calling, I suppose. But I think it's also part of the community mm-hmm. and the fact that the stories don't ever run out. They never run out. Every single person has a story. Something is interesting about every single soul you see. So that said, there's so many aspects of life that are so important to tell. The other thing is, too, is that you are contributing to the chronicling of history. Yeah. I there when you go back and and look at things, especially in in today's world, a lot of things are digitally accessible. Okay. Um yes, you still have to go back and get old copies of things to look at things that happened decades ago, but a lot of things are on you can you can find. And so when you watch um, us preserving our history today, mm-hmm. I feel like that's part of the role, as well as to keep people engaged. Can you imagine? I've seen this argument many places. Can you imagine if you didn't have any sort of local media of any kind? Mm-hmm. So, and there's places where this is happening. So, one, you, well, you lose, um, you lose that um, credibility of government. You, 
people need to know what their local government is doing. Yes. They need to understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It keeps um, government legitimate and straight, but it also uh, keeps people involved mm-hmm. in how their tax dollars are being spent, yeah. how their children are being taught at school, how they're invested in whether their streets or their county roads are being taken care of, if there if there's a willingness to build a new park, if there's a need that someone has that needs to be met that the other community members can participate in. And then there's also the preservation of people's identities and legacies. I've found myself over the years when someone particularly... Um, instrumental, a, a standout, if you will, in, in our community, and they've passed away, I'm compelled often to write some sort of tribute about their contributions yeah. because they, I feel like even though someone's gone, that their memory is not lost. Like mm-hmm. people still remember this person was this to this community or are they they contributed in these ways so that years from now people will look at a building and not just see a name on it right. they'll know who that person was yeah. and also how all these things came to be it's not magic yeah. people had to get to work and do what they needed to do to make these special things happen if that's I, I suppose that's kind of a, the long answer to that but there's just a lot of different aspects to it. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of controversy. I'm sure you've heard about journalism being kind of a dying art. Which sure. There's different types of journalism, and I understand that. Um, my husband actually works in McCool at the school, and they are doing a newspaper there. And how excited the community is about it and how supportive, and those students, I mean, getting those stories, you can just see things clicking, and... I think that goes to show what you were saying. Even on that really small school level, people it's, really need it. Oh, really it's greatly it. important. Also, if, um, okay, so you've gone to a graduation. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gone to a graduation party. There's pictures. Yep. There's what do we all see at a graduation party? Right. We see scrapbook type of materials and a lot of this is being done because somebody cared enough to chronicle achievements of young people um there's it's just it's it's so important the other thing too with those kids working on that newspaper not only are they learning the skills to do that type of work they're becoming engaged and learning things about their community, their school, the way world works. Mm -hmm. Um, They're learning things that no matter what field they go into, because they're not all going to go out and be journalists, they're going to take skills with them that is going to contribute to any sort of career that they they go into. And that's been one of the greatest parts of my whole career is working with, I always call it the young ones. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of them because they come and go, whether they've been interns or... Um, their first time jobs straight out of college Mm -hmm. and I've had some gems and I 
pretty much know where a lot of them have ended up. But I've loved watching what they've what they've become with what they've learned and where they've taken that to. So like I I love to brag about it. I probably had nothing to do with it at all, but I like to say that I did. Yeah. But when I look at the interns and the and the out of college kids that I've worked with over the years, one is an FBI agent now. One wow. is a uh, he is sitting on the Nebraska Supreme Court. He is a justice. Yes. <laughs> Again, I had nothing to do with this. I just had the ability to work with them when they were young. One is um, she works for the Nebraska Press Association. Yeah. I have, uh, and they've, they've, some are still in the journalism field mm-hmm. in many different kinds of aspects. Um, and they are also working as um, PR people for Concordia and uh, York University and the NRD. And I'm just wow. thinking off the top of my head, but. And some have have moved on to completely different careers. But I love to hear from them uh, as far as what that little experience helped them learn or what they took with them. So that project in McCool is is fantastic that they're doing that. Because, again, I always say it's it's also like FFA speech. A lot of these these high school programs, just because – they might not go into that exact field, but they're they're learning things mm-hmm. that they'll take with them. Yeah, they're learning yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I go back to when I've been working with these young people over the years, I always think, even if I got frustrated or whatever, I had to think back to, like I said, the University of Sid Scharf. Sid Scharf, <laughs> if you're out there and listening in the world, I love you. You <laughs> made me who I am. Um he, I'm sure I was very frustrating for him because I was so green and I didn't know things and he, but he took the time to make sure that somehow I learned, even though he probably wanted to strangle me, <laughs> but we got through it and, yeah. and I, I loved every minute of that for him to give me that opportunity. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look what you've grown into. You, I mean, you're doing a lot of consulting and freelance and everything in between. <laughs> trying. I'm yeah. trying. Yes. No, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so we're going to go on to hot potato. So these are just going to be hot potato. Quick questions. Yes. Okay. And the first thing that comes to your mind. That's scary. They should be pretty scary. <laughs> I hope. I mean, you never know. Sometimes there's a curveball in there. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Morning bird or night owl? Oh, morning bird. Really? Oh, hundred percent. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh no, okay. morning is morning's the best. Okay. But that's also, which is a good thing, because now I have that Rico situation, <laughs> and I've got some chickens, and that's another whole story. But oh. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Have I have nothing one. to do. So yeah. Okay. Yes, morning. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Agreed. Um, sweet or sour? Sour. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, TV or movies? TV. Okay. No time for movies. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, do you prefer live music or live acting? So plays, that kind of thing. Music. I agree. Um, do you have a favorite music genre? Yes. 
okay. Well, I'm gonna it's gonna date myself. That's okay. Because then you're gonna then everybody can do the math and be like, oh, now we know how old she is. Oh, stop. No. Oh, I I know I keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm very I am yeah, I'm very contemporary. I know what's going on in the world. Okay. But truth be told, if if I'm alone and. Uh, and I can listen to anything I want. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my love of Bon Jovi will uh, never okay. will never end. So I'm in this '80s okay. rock thing. So okay, no, that's okay. My yeah. husband is a classic rock nerd. So okay, we there we are, go. Oh, we call it classic now. Oh, oh no, no, that makes okay. I mean, again, 80s I don't. Rock. It's, it's '80s rock. We're just gonna go there. Okay. okay. Anyways, moving on. Um, any parting words of wisdom? So if there's somebody looking to either move to the community, looking to go into journalism or anything like that, do you have any words of wisdom for them on their journey? I do. And I think it's because this is what I've been telling myself for in a lot of different stints in my life. I've had to tell myself, don't be afraid. Mm. Don't be afraid. Don't. Don't be scared to reinvent the wheel or to start over or to try something different or to venture into something that might not work because it just might. And sometimes when, and I know, I've had people tell me this and I thought they were crazy because at the times, many different times in my life, People said, oh, and one door closes, another one opens. And I'm like, that is the dumbest thing ever. Shut up, because I don't feel like that, right? right? But then all of a sudden, there comes a day where no matter what happens in your life or the challenges you have or embarking on something new, that there's a realization that even if that didn't work, or maybe it did, that you came out of it. And you grew somehow. Now, coming into York County, there's really no better place to have a business, Mm -hmm. to be supported Mm -hmm. in your business, to um, contribute, be part of something. Um, I didn't raise any kids here, but I've watched a lot of people that Mm -hmm. do that, and and they've had wonderful experiences. And... uh, Really, if if you want to try to to do something special, whether it's business or just with your life in general, it's a great place to try and do that. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Absolutely. Um, so we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for taking You're the welcome. time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, do you want to give one last little plug for your website? Yes. It's justmelaniew.com. And um, you can also um, watch it, watch me on Facebook um, for posts and alerts. Um, or you can just bookmark the site and just dive in every day. Um, and just go in there. And if you haven't seen it, go in there and just look around, see what's there. Um, there's been a lot of material over the t- over time, and you can go back and look, or it lives there forever. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, once again, thank you so much. I love hearing your story. I'm sure everybody else will as well. Okay. Well, thank you.
In closing, we would like to once again take the time to thank our members, the people that help us drive change. We would like to thank York State Bank, Henderson State Bank, York General, Mead Lumber Company Incorporated, and York News Times. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Catch you next time.